time-lapse. Your future self says, grab an umbrella. I'm Dan Manning. And I'm Misha Stanton. Just a reminder, we're doing a mailbag episode at the end of the season. Send an email to timelapsepod at gmail.com. If you want to ask a question, please do. Yeah, I hope that we have a lot of questions to answer, because this season we're also opening it up to not just be movies. Last season we did movies, and now we want to do books and comics and animes and tv shows and like video games maybe do we have to do we have to do more than just movies movies are so easy it's just an hour and a half i mean but we're ignoring so much good time travel media though mm, if we do more than movies we have to do lost you want to do lost yes i want to do lost okay we, we open it up to more than just movies and the first the very first thing out of the gate you pick lost yeah lost is good lost is you know what lost is kind of great. I am going to stand behind that. Lost is kind of great. I think that a lot of the hatred of Lost is, maybe if not undeserved, is certainly, hmm, overblown. I mean, okay, we'll do Lost, but you owe me one. I'm probably going to regret that. I'm going to regret that, right? You're probably going to regret it. All right. So tell me why Lost is a quote-unquote good TV show. Well, it's a show about a diverse-ish group of people on a island with a lot of mysteries, and a number of them are time travel related. What number of them? Four? Eight? Fifteen? You are on the thinnest of ice. It's only the second episode of the season. We need thicker ice. It's gonna, it's gonna get pretty thin on this ice, dude. Yeah, it's the forerunner to the Puzzle Box show. Like, from 2006 to 2011, like, they were super popular. Like, there was Heroes and Flash Forward and pretty much everything that came after the time slot on ABC after Lost, but they could never really find something to really fit in there. But even now, like, with, you know, shows like Quantico and... Yeah, Quantico like, definitely does the the flashback timeline spooky mystery thing that they never answer the question to because they don't actually have the answer until the episode where they actually need it. Oh, believe me, I'll get to that later. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm not, because we literally just watched a bunch of episodes of Lost for this podcast. In Lost, there's two kind of concurrent versions of time travel. Yes, and they all reference Desmond Hume. Desmond, our hero of time. He he crashed on the island. He didn't crash with the plane. He he was in a sailing boat race and, and we, got shipwrecked. And We do not have the time for you to summarize Lost. I could summarize all of it. How about we summarize, like, the three episodes we're talking about? Okay, let's summarize the three episodes that we talked about. Um, at the end of season two of Lost, uh, Desmond blows up the hatch. I'm not going to explain what the hatch is. It's an underground bunker, and it exploded. I'm not going to explain any of that. And what happens is he's been kind of precognitive lately. And so uh, Charlie gets him drunk to ask like, hey, how do you know stuff about the future? And Desmond is like, well, when the hatch blew up, my mind got exploded back in time and he got great. His, he quantum leaped into his younger self. He quantum leapt into his younger self. Great. So we're in time travel territory. Yeah, we're in time travel territory. And he decides to uh, change time so he can A, like end up with Penny, his one true love. And he can also B, not get trapped in the horrible mystery island. Uh, and so he learns that you can change, quote unquote, tiny, insignificant events, but you can't change like the general course of things. Uh, a lady literally walks up to him and says, hey, I won't let you change the timeline like this. It's not your destiny or whatever. And he, he's been having time travel flashes. And at the end, he says, all those times I was seeing the future and I prevented someone from dying. I wasn't preventing Claire from dying. Charlie, I was preventing you from dying. Charlie, you keep dying in my flashes of the future. And it like... Uh Reel it in. The, and, and so then that kind of establishes Desmond as the weird time guy, which I'm always a fan of. 
So that's season three, episode eight, flashes before your eyes, right? Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, that's 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 three oh eight. Let's let's talk about the constant. Yeah, the constant is actually one of my favorite. Like, flashes before your eyes and the constant are are probably my two favorite episodes of Lost. And I think the constant really packs the emotional punch here. That flashes before your eyes started. The constant really perfected. Okay, so you, we pick up with Desmond, and because he left the island on a helicopter to go to a boat, instead of his present self quantum leaping into his past self, his past self quantum leaps into his present day self. So it's like backwards. It's a, it's a twist. It's a good it's a good twist on the old other thing. And what happened was uh, Desmond, uh, Said, and Frank leave the island on the helicopter to go to the freighter, uh, and they take the heading that Daniel Faraday gives them I, 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 that they need to reel it in. <sighs> He left the island to go be on a boat, and his past self quantum leaps into his future self, and that's a twist. Great. Uh, Daniel Faraday, who is the island's resident time travel expert, says that he needs to find a constant because he he messed up the way he left the island because the island has weird time travel properties. He has to find a constant or something that is familiar to him in the time that he's quantum leaping to and the present day. And so he goes back in time and actually finds Daniel Faraday a bunch of years ago. And they explain some things about time travel. They do some time travel mice experiments, which like, you ever heard about those, Mish? You ever heard about any time travel mice experiments? They sound kind of familiar. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, so um, Desmond finds his long lost love, Penny, and says, yo, Penny, you need to give me your phone number right now, even though we're broken up, and don't change your phone number for like... 10 years and if you do that on christmas eve in 10 years i will call you and it'll be a beautiful moment and it is a beautiful moment unless you're like penny and it's like a weird there's been a decade and like he almost broke into her house yeah he almost broke into her house and he like but he he has a moment and he saves his life because he's dying like his jumping back and forth i probably should have said that before he needs to find a constant or else he'll die and so he finds penny and penny is his constant at the end of the episode, you find out that Daniel Faraday left in his journal, if anything happens, Desmond Hume will be my constant. Very dramatically. Yeah, and that actually comes into play a season later. Yeah, um, so season five, episode three, Jughead. Uh, this actually happens at the end of uh, 502 and the beginning of 503, because at the end of season four of Lost, somebody turned a glowy ice wheel and it released the island's time magic and me and the island started jumping through time. Okay, we really, really, really can't summarize Lost. Well, I for really you. cannot explain any more than that because this is not we like just, a three-hour-long podcast. We just don't have the time. And so Daniel Faraday and a bunch of the cast. Here's the thing: Daniel Faraday isn't introduced to like season four. The cast gets so like diffuse at this point. They are bouncing around time, and that's probably not good for you. That it makes you seasick, you know. Like all the paradoxes you're seeing kind of throws your brain and kind of breaks your brain a little. I don't know if you've heard anything about that. So, <laughs> so as, as Faraday and friends are bouncing around time, they do some narrative hijinks. Namely, Faraday visits Desmond when he's still in the hatch, the one from before that I'm not going to explain. And he tells him a thing which then Desmond in the narrative present uh, immediately remembers happening in the present. Oh, how convenient. Yeah, yes. And the thing is, find my mother, and it turns out that his mother is the lady who told him that he couldn't buy the ring in the first place earlier in that, those other episodes because lost and, you know, connections and stuff. Uh, Daniel Faraday is, is good because he's kind of our person who understands how all of this works. And Okay, but does he, though? Because, like, 
How could anyone? Okay, it's not even that difficult. Like, okay, so I know there's two different kinds of time travel, and they do some stuff later with Desmond. I'm not even going to talk about the season six thing, where it's a flash sideways, but actually it's a flash forward, where the, the island is real and the real world is purgatory. Um, what a twist. What a twist. That's actually not a joke. You should watch Lost. It's crazy. No, okay, here's the thing. That's exactly why Lost is a bad TV show. Oh. Yeah, it's my turn, buddy. So, first off... They have two time travels. They have two different kinds of time travels running parallel to each other. Second, the time travel has, like, you can change minor stuff, but, like, the big stuff can't change. You know, the past pushes back. That's from 112263. We should probably do an episode about that. I mean, okay, I get that it's kind of wibbly-wobbly, but it's magic. The point is it's magic. At the center of the island, there is the source of all light, and there is a magic spring fountain, and Jack has to put the stone into the fountain to Seriously, we cannot summarize Lost. We cannot tell you what happens in Lost. The point of the wibbly-wobbly of it is that it's never meant to let you figure it out for yourself. Like, it, you never allowed the space to figure out the answers to the questions it itself poses. It was always meant to give you a constant stream of various Dei Ex Machina to resolve plots that never would have stuck together otherwise. I mean, okay, I will say when we were watching it, it like really loses kind of the punch when you're not waiting for the five minutes for every commercial where there's like a big cliffhanger or at the end of episodes where you have to like wait another week for another episode and you spend a week theorizing about what happens. And then like you're also like combing through every frame to find like clues for like the ARG. And okay. Actually, the ARG was kind of dope. Yeah, I actually, uh, I did a lot in all of the lost ARGs. Actually, no, I lost the plot after a while, even with that. I really liked the various hatch videos that, like, they made you find. Oh, like, yeah, the one that leaked great. to Comic-Con was cool. Mm-hmm. Like, that was cool. They did some good ARG. I will say, Lost had all the trappings, like, all the, the aesthetics of a really good puzzle box. But when you don't have a solution to your puzzle until halfway through you're writing it, it leaves something wanting, I think. I don't think you have to always have an answer to every single question the second you pose the question. But for the very, very major things, you absolutely need an answer. And for a couple of the things, they don't have to be everything, but you need to answer a couple questions beforehand, not so the audience can figure it out, but so that you know and that you can build towards it and it doesn't feel like a plot point is coming out of left field, as lost plot points often do. You need to have a target. When you're moving towards a target, you're at least on some sort of trajectory, and like you're moving in a constant direction, so everything feels fluid. But when you don't have a target, when you're just kind of flying by the seat of your pants, and you, you don't know where it's going to land until you're five seasons in and everything is magic, like, uh, it, does, it doesn't hold up. It definitely doesn't hold up on repeat viewings. Like you said, I remember watching Lost with my mom. Yeah. And... Every commercial break, there would be fervent theorizing for like a good five minutes. And then as soon as it came back on, the room was silent and you would find out the answers to all the questions you just posed three seconds ago. And that was the fun of watching Lost. So on repeat viewings where we have Netflix and we have binging, like it really loses a lot of that when the answers are nonsense. Uh, I'm going to recommend that you watch season one of Lost and then just say, oh, it was canceled. Season one of Lost contained by itself is a very strong There's no time travel in it, so, like, it doesn't fucking matter for this dumb thing. But season one of Lost is a very well-put-together, very intriguing, fun, and impactful character drama that uses mystery as a topping, but it doesn't use it necessarily as its main flavor, which I think is what happened to the rest of Lost, is that it asks so many big questions that in order to make the show satisfying, they had to lurch so far to the left towards answering those questions. Well... I think that's part of what I was saying, is that there's a reason Lost was so popular, and that's because season one set up this trajectory that was super cool, and then they ran out of steam with it for the rest of it. 
I mean, seasons two and three uh, kind of kept it together for a while. I think that there are three shows that kind of took the good and bad parts about Lost and kind of carried the torch. Uh, and that's The Leftovers and Westworld and Sensate. I mean, The Leftovers and Westworld are very clearly both descendants of Lost because Damon Lindelof is the executive producer of The Leftovers and Westworld comes from the mind of J.J. Abrams. And I'm sure Damon Lindelof is involved in that too somewhere. Where Westworld takes the spooky, weird puzzle box show that has a central mystery at the heart of it that you're slowly picking together from clues and ARG stuff and learning things. The show is basically an avenue for like really cool exposition about robots who just want to love. Cowboy beep boop. <laughs> the Leftovers, on the other hand, is... Like, the parts of Lost where if you hated Lost, this is why you hated it, because it was off-the-wall insane, and it was about all of these weird twists. And in The Leftovers, literally in the opening seconds of The Leftovers, the world scientists say, well, we don't know what caused 2% of the world's population to just vanish one second somehow. I don't know. I don't, no one fucking knows. But, and they never answer it, and they never will answer it. But The Leftovers never purports to be about the mystery. At a certain point... Lost popularity hinged on the mysteries of it, just like it does with Westworld. I think you split it up really well there, but The Leftovers is more about, like, the utter, like, suffering that that sort of thing puts someone through, and I really like The Leftovers. Yeah, the, no, The Leftovers is great. Um, uh, you also mentioned sense Yeah, sense is also good because sense is a bunch of diverse people across the world having a sublime experience where, like, I don't know, Lost is full of attractive people from across the world in, like, a very colorful, beautiful place, and Sensate is all about shared sensory experiences and, like, I don't know, orgies. The orgy scenes are cool. Yeah. That's going to do it for this episode of Time Lapse. Yeah. Um, please remember that we're trying to do a mailbag, and we can't do a mailbag without some mails to bag. So if you have a mailbag question, comment, or just a goof or fun at our expense even we'll probably read it on the air i don't really know um please send those to timelapsepod at gmail.com you can find us on twitter or tumblr i'm at manual danning and misha is at misha etc by the way uh we also do a show called ours paradoxica i you probably have heard of it but if you haven't you should check out ours paradoxica it's pretty cool i'm pretty proud of it uh we'll be back with this show in two weeks and until then uh have a nice time laps I can't stop you, can I? No, no, you cannot. No, you cannot. <laughs>